and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads Comics. Today is Sunday, April 9, 2017. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? I hope everybody's having a good spring. Spring is on us now. Uh, Easter is coming up uh, this coming Sunday for those of you that celebrate the Easter, however you do that. Um, because Easter's coming up, I've, I just spent an inordinate amount of money on peeps. Just I've got a giant bag of peeps. I use it for a comedy show I'm doing this weekend, but... But nonetheless, I'm sure the the cashier thought I was going to eat $4,000 worth of peeps, which I'm not saying I wouldn't. All right, our first comic of the day is Crankshaft by Batty Elkin Davis. In this episode, um, one of the older ladies in the uh, strip, I don't know, I know no one's name in Crankshaft except for Mr. Crankshaft. Uh, but in, in this episode, this old lady sitting in a writing seminar and the writer says, uh, writing is not about finding yourself, it's about losing yourself, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then she goes up to see him at the table after the speech and thanks thanks him for what he has to say. And uh, she goes, I'm so inspired when I get home, I'm going to just sit down and write. And he goes, well, I'm sure you're going to write something special one day. And then she responds, and may I say the same about you. The joke here is that um, the guy speaking is a professional writer, and so he's written some books, and uh, sh the the joke is that sh he wishes that sh hopes that she can someday write something special, and then she, in turn, hopes that he will as well, which is an insult to him because he is a professional writer and has, has written, and see if... He heard, the implication is that he has not yet, in fact, written anything special, and that is a quite a stinging barb there. So, the the people of Crankshaft are a prickly lot. Our next comic of the day is The Born Loser by Art and Chip Sansom. In this episode, uh, Brutus is talking to the doctor, and he says, Thank you for seeing me, Dr. Stoner, which, well, okay. Um, and he goes, well, what's the problem? And he says, I have this growth on my right arm. And the doctor says, says let me take a look at it and goes, Hmm, uh, have you spent any time on a boat recently? He goes, no, I, I haven't. Why doctor? And the doctor goes, because I believe it's a barnacle. Uh, and the joke here, I, I, is that barnacles don't grow on people. They grow on boats. Uh, I mean, I mean, I guess they could grow on a person if the person were submerged underwater for a sufficient amount. I, but for some reason, the born loser has a barnacle on him, which is, um, I don't, I don't know why or how the born loser would have a barnacle upon him if he has been on dry land, um, primarily. So, but that's the joke is the doctor thinks that the born loser has somehow obtained a barnacle. Our next comic of the day is The Lockhorns by Bunny Hoist and John Reiner. And in this episode, it features five separate unconnected panels. So it's five five jokes for the price of one. Uh, joke one, uh, Mr. Lockhorn says, oh, Okay, I'll share my feelings with you, Loretta. That's his wife, Loretta. Uh, I'd rather watch a ball game. And the joke there is that when you talk about feelings, you're supposed to talk about how you feel about each other, but he'd rather be watching uh, a ball game. In the next panel, uh, Mrs. Lockhorn is talking to Mr. Lockhorn. They're at the dinner table, and she's serving something out of a bowl. And she says, Say when, Leroy, not why me. 
The joke there is that when you're receiving food uh, and you, you've had enough, you say when. That's a, but, but, but the allegation here appears to be that, that he does not find her cooking suitable, so he says, why me? Uh, I'm not going to do all of these. Uh, I'll just do one more. Uh, he, they're they're at the opera. The Lockhorns are because they're a uh, cultural lot. They're they're seeing Carmen. You can tell because the playbill says Carmen and nothing else on it. Um, and then uh, Leroy Lockhorn says, "You know what? It's all about location. That's why I sit close to the exit." And the joke here is that Mister Lockhorn do, will not and does not enjoy opera, and so he has the best location uh, by the by the exit, so he can flee at will. Uh, so he will not be enjoying Carmen. He will probably be going out to the lobby and having uh, cocktails or what have you. That's a joke there. Several jokes. In fact, I hope you enjoyed the Lockhorns. <sighs> Our next comic of the day is Blondie. In this episode, um, Dagwood decides that... Uh, okay, Blondie's going to work. So Dagwood decides he's going to surprise her by painting the front door of the house. Uh, and so he does it, he takes, he takes it out back and he paints it. And after painting it, it looks exactly like it did before he start before he painted it. I mean, exactly the same. There's no difference in the paint job from what it looked like, but he's done it. And, um, Blondie comes in and goes, Hey honey, I'm, I'm back early. Hey, what happened to our front door? And he goes, Oh, surprise, sweetheart. I think you'll be, uh, amazed when you look out into the backyard. And that's where the door is supposedly drying. But what, unbeknownst, unbeknownst to Dagwood, a flock of birds have landed on the table and have made it all look messy. And they're just all sitting there in the paint for no reason. They're just sitting there like a bunch of bunch of birds, just sitting. And so they've ruined they've ruined the door. And that's the joke. There is that Dagwood spent so much time painting it, and now a bunch of birds have ruined it because birds like landing and ruining painted doors so that's there's your joke don't 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 paint your door when birds are about that's a that is an ancient proverb our next comic of the day is ripley's believe it or believe it or not and this one's just full of little facts um there's several of them i'm gonna just tell you a couple of them for example one of them informs us that domino's pizza in japan serves what they call the mayo potato pie which includes onion, corn, potato, and mayonnaise. So that's a that's a fact that you you would find astonishing to learn. Believe it or not, you can get the the mayo pie, potato pie. Also, a Southern California newspaper reports. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, it doesn't report. A Southern California newspaper, the Thousand Oaks Acorn, has a squirrel of the month every month since the mid nineties. It's the mid-90s. This paper has apparently featured a different squirrel each month, declaring it the squirrel of the month. So, good on you, Thousand Oaks Acorn, and the good people of Southern California who enjoy their squirrels quite a bit. Our uh, next comic of the day is The Wizard of Id. In this episode, the uh, there's a pre-joke. In this episode, the wizard is going is walking by his wife, and he says, "I'll be in the basement." And she says, "No one cares." And he goes, "What?" She says, "Nothing." That's it. That's the pre joke. And that's just I think 
just mean in the Wizard of Id, uh, more so than usual. This is just cruel that no one cares about the wizard, and so there he goes. So I'll be in the basement, honey. No one cares. What? Nothing. So they they seem to have a worse relationship than the Lockhorns, if you ask me. Okay, so we get to the actual bit of the Wizard of Id today, and he's in front of a giant vat. And he says, abracadabra, and uh, nothing happens. And then he says, uh, you know, kind of like fizzes or, or like little bubbles are popping out of it and so on. So he, he tries again. Uh, he says, abracadabra, nothing happens. Then he kicks the vat and he cusses. You can tell he cusses because it is an ampersand an asterisk, a dollar sign, a percentage sign, and an exclamation point. And as soon as he does that, a uh, very poorly drawn bat with horns appears in a purple haze out of the vat. And so in the final panel, we see the wizard writing uh, in his spell book that you need a pinch of lizard scales, mix it thoroughly, say the incantation of abracadabra, and then in parentheses, kick the vat and yell profanity. And the joke... um, here is that he now believes that's part of the ritual is to to cuss at at the wooden vat and that will make the incredibly poorly drawn bat creature suddenly appear so that's uh, the joke there is that that uh, he didn't intend to cuss but he was so frustrated he did but lo and behold that was the magic ingredient that led to the appearance of the terror bat the, that's the Wizard of Id for you. Our next comic. Uh, no, no, come on. I cannot. It's Well, it's a family circus. And it's one of those family circuses where the family's all doing something. And it's all just a bunch of word balloons from the kids saying dumb stuff. Because that's all these kids do. Uh, they're in church because, you know, it's the Easter season, presumably. Or they maybe they go every week. I don't know the family circus's church-going habits. Um, so... They say things uh, such as, does the man who passed the basket get to keep all the money? Because that, the, that's the collection for the offering. That just the, and, and then, hey, is the, what? Is the lady over there smiling because she's happy? Or does she see something funny? I, what? I, I don't know. I don't even understand that one. Uh, does the choir know the SpongeBob SquarePants song? No, no, the choir does not know the SpongeBob SquarePants song, and that reference is is incredibly old at this point. The kids today are not watching SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, Billy's not being nice, Daddy. He says we're sitting in a pew, and the joke there is that a pew is the the benches in church, but it also, you know, because it says pew, people have made the joke. Since day one, that a pew is reminiscent of you. You are making a joke that somebody may have tooted or done more in church, and that's the pew. Ha ha ha! And then uh, tell Dolly to be quiet, mommy. She's ruining my prayers because the kid's trying to pray, but Dolly won't stop talking, and because of that, it's ruining them, and he won't get uh, through. And then, uh, hey, are the hymn books? 
just for boys. And him, of course, is spelled H-Y-M-N, but it sounds like him, H-I-M. So, so maybe only boys can use the hymn books because they're saying they're called, um, I, uh, keep still, Billy. Grandma, grandma says you shouldn't fidget in church because that's a sin. Their grandmother has told them that fidgeting in church is a sin that, that they're that presumably that they're going to burn for all eternity if they fidget, and that's why one of the many reasons why these these kids are going to grow up messed up sociopaths. There's no question in my mind about that. And if if the Lord is everywhere, why do we have to come to church to talk to Him? The kid asks, and uh, the poor parents don't know how to react. And there's a man sitting behind them with a beard who appears to be uh, Grizzly Adams. So those are the jokes from the family circus. The family circus goes to church and the funny begin. The the funny just b- begins. So yeah. Finally today, handicap is drunk. That's all the time we have for the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Until next time, see you. In the funny papers. The Howling Monkey Reads the Comics is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. All content copyright, Law Dog Productions, LLC. For further information, check us out at www.thehowlingmonkey.com. Or if you have comments or questions, write to joe at thehowlingmonkey.com. Finally, if you'd like to support this podcast, please do so on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. We're at patreon.com backslash thehowlingmonkey.com.